Hi friends, this is our little daily podcast during this COVID-19 pandemic called Everyday with St. Mose, where we're trying to keep ourselves connected to one another and rooted in Jesus. We have a special guest today with us on the podcast. Uh, Anna Scott Bell is one of the members at St. Mose. So the next voice you hear will be Anna's. Hey, St. Mo's, this is Anna Scott Bell. I miss you guys a lot, but I'm glad to be able to connect with you on this podcast. I wanted to chat with you tonight about the idea of powerlessness or weakness, which I get, I understand very well, is not a fun topic, but which I think we're also all grappling with and wrestling with in new ways. I also think it is a concept that God shows us is, especially in the life of people who follow Jesus, something that helps us both experience God more powerfully, more fully, and also something that helps us to show Jesus to the world. So let's talk about it. <laughs> and we're going to start by reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting at verse 26. And this is in the NLT version. Paul writes, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. So first of all, that is kind of savage, the way that Paul says, none of you were that impressive. But second of all, I think when I read this, that I'm used to not being able to relate to the idea that I am powerless. And that's not because I feel like I'm super powerful, but because we all have a lot of ability that Paul and his audience didn't have to control a lot of the environment around us. We're able to put a lot of padding, a lot of layers in between us and any sense that we are weak or vulnerable. And Paul's audience was clearly not in that same position they were able to connect with this idea that they were powerless, that they would have been seen as low status, many of them, that they may have been seen as foolish for believing the gospel or um, for their position in life. And so they were able to, to get at this, not only because of this sort of savage dismissal that Paul does at the beginning of saying none of you were that fancy or impressive, but also because these folks were living much closer to a world of plague, of war, of suffering, of natural disaster, that there was not a lot of padding for. If those things came for these people, many of them would succumb to it. They might die. They would suffer. Even thinking about something like travel 
in the time that Paul was writing. I mean, the number of times that just that we know of that Paul was shipwrecked is sort of astounding, um, or that he was beaten to an inch of his life. (laughs) And that is not our experience. I think of the way that we live in the world right now as being a lot like my noise-canceling headphones, (laughs) which I love and am deeply devoted to because the world is kind of overwhelming and loud and sometimes it's nice to be able to tune it out. So I think that's a good thing and I think it's good that we're able to protect ourselves from a lot of the things that people in Paul's time and who would have been reading this letter, they couldn't protect themselves against. But the thing about taking off noise-canceling headphones is you realize that just because you didn't hear the noise doesn't mean it wasn't happening out there. And in some ways, this pandemic has felt a lot like that. We realize that just because we've been able to pad and protect and control a lot of our environment, in fact, we're really as weak and limited and lacking in control um, as we ever as we ever were, no matter what we thought. And just because we were able to we were able to put something in between that, like I do with my headphones, doesn't mean the reality has changed. And I get that many of us will live a lot longer than people did in Paul's day. And that there are things we don't get that sick from anymore. But we also still haven't found a way to change the fact that we are limited creatures and one day all of us will die. There are limits, there are vulnerabilities, there are weaknesses. So in this moment of COVID-19, in this moment of pandemic, we find ourselves closer to the place of weakness that Paul says does something that sounds odd to us. He says it shames the strong. And I don't think that that means it makes it embarrasses the strong. It's making fun of the strong. I think it means it shows us that weirdly, even though they're strong, <laughs> there are things that they lack and that they don't know that they lack. What are those things? For me, I think those things are the ways that we are are pushed to God in moments of weakness, in moments of realizing we're not in control. We turn to God and we rely on him. As we say at St. Mo's, we lean the weight of our lives on him. I don't know about you, but in the last few weeks, there have been a lot of moments for me when I really am leaning the weight of my life on Jesus because I'm pretty anxious, I'm pretty panicked, and it's all I can do. And the curious thing about that is that God has shown up. God has met me. I have felt profound and overwhelming peace. And people, the strong, who never have to learn the truth that they are weak or vulnerable or powerless, they they actually don't get to experience God meeting them in that power. And I don't mean power in the sense of 
he is fixing or changing everything. I mean, power in the sense of our God who has power to change hearts, who has power to give peace where there's anxiety, of power to heal, of power to show mercy, but this God of power who meets us in our weakness, in our vulnerability. So Simos, let this be a moment where, as we see happening, God pulls back the curtain and you have to take a look. You have to sit in the unpleasant, uncomfortable space of realizing you've never really been in control. You're weaker and more vulnerable than you thought. That sounds really unpleasant and terrible. (laughs) And it also doesn't sound like something we should do alone. So I'm here to say, let's do that together. But many of us are seeing that reality right now. The curtain is being pulled back. And so let's remember that God reveals things to us and to his people throughout history and scripture so that we can respond to them. We respond now by turning to God in our weakness and expecting him to show up. But this also has something to say about how we respond in the future and how we respond in a way that I think can be a gift to our families, our communities, our city. And that is to remember this time, to hold on to it, to remember that we learned we were weak, but we also learned that when we are weak, God shows up and pours out his spirit. And so we don't have to be afraid no matter what, no matter what comes. Don't be afraid of weakness, St. Mose, as Paul will later write in his second letter to the Corinthians. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Let me pray for us. God, help us to know in our bones that you are present and powerful in our weakness. Help us to lean the weight of our lives on you and find that you are strong and you will hold, you will hold us up. Amen. Amen.